0: Welcome to Flippin' Awesome Coaching, a podcast designed for athletes who love a challenge and want to see just how far they can really go. I'm your host, Amy Twiggs, and the podcast starts now. Hey, athletes. Okay, listen up. We have spent a couple weeks talking about affirmations, right? How to get inspiration for them, how to write them. Today, let's focus on how to use them daily, or at least how I use them and how um, I've used them since I was 16 when I was an elite gymnast. There are powerful little things, these affirmations. It's just a powerful tool. They work well if you believe what you're saying, but they do nothing for you if you have any underlying doubt. So this is the reason why I now add so much more than just affirmations and visualization to the mental core workouts that I do for my weekly online group for my athletes. I add the step four of mind and heart. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more here. And I have a process called the neutral thought method, which we're also going to talk about soon. Okay, so many things. So I like to call this the brain game because we are, there's so many different brain games, but this is one that we're essentially playing a game with the brain when we're not lying to the brain as we use affirmations. Instead, we work with the brain to create new paths to consider and eventually believe. We find missing pieces to a puzzle as we work on our beliefs about our new affirmations. So the puzzle of how we can go from what we currently believe about a skill or a routine we are doing to what we want to believe or to the positive affirmation, that's what we do. An affirmation is written as if you are already a person doing the skill in the manner that you want to do it. So after you've written a few affirmations, Then I like to do a quick routine to practice the affirmations and reinforce them cognitively. And the brain game routine is this, okay? So number one, you write one to three affirmations, only do a few so you can stay consistent and focused. Number two, post them on your mirror or someplace where you're going to see them daily. So you can write them on sticky notes in your school workbooks and your notebooks, wherever you want, okay, in your backpacks. Um, Some people like to write it on the tape that they put on their foot. They'll write some of their affirmations or keywords, right? Then number three, read and vocalize these affirmations at least 10 times daily. I like to say them out loud in the morning and at night as I'm falling asleep. Okay. As much as you can do it in front of a mirror, do that because it's so great to see your eyes. I really do believe that the eyes are the window to the soul. And if you believe what you're saying, you're not going to be afraid to stare at yourself in the mirror, at, look at your eyes, and like look through to your soul and tell yourself that you believe it. When you say the words, try to be looking at yourself in the mirror. That's the number four step. There's power in that eye contact. Have you ever tried talking to someone who avoids eye contact? It's crystal clear that they're insecure, okay? You must speak to yourself with your eyes wide open. Did I say white? Wide is what I meant to say, and a connection with yourself. You must believe the words that you speak, okay? If they're beliefs like affirmations that you're learning to believe, you're going to say them as if you do believe them. Does that mean you believe them? Not yet, and that's okay. We have a method for that how to believe the things that you're still learning to believe, that's okay. But right now in this moment for the step four, this is what I call the mirror you, which is synonymous with the real you. So that's the step, you're looking in the mirror at the real you, so it's the mirror you. So you look at your eyes in the mirror, you say your affirmations out loud. While you speak, you use your visualization skills. And what you're doing is you're feeling the truth of the committed words flow into your courageous heart. Okay. So that's number five is the mirror you. Number six, the mind and the heart. This is that addition that I haven't really found in any of the traditional sports psychology tools that I used to teach, um, any of the trainings, that the mind and the heart, there was the tools of making the affirmation, but the mind and heart is the only reason why it works. I talked about it last week as one of the four required steps to building an affirmation. You must include your mind and heart. Saying words has no impact without the emotion of belief and visual connection. Watch in your mind where you see yourself being and who you tell yourself you are. You're going to think and feel and act like the person who has already achieved the goal that you're seeking in the affirmation. That makes sense, right? We begin to create this self-fulfilling prophecy. This is another psychological term that means we create our own results by our choices, by our beliefs, by the things we think. And then we take the actions to continue to create those results that fall within the lines of the things that we want. Our results are proven by our thoughts, And our thoughts direct our emotions and our desires and they drive all of our action. If you don't know why you're not doing something, it's because you're not generating the emotion you need to do it. It all works together to create a a performance or a score or an outcome or a win or a medal. I would often have a um, a set mental routine made up of words before any competition. Most higher athletes have these verbal routines and they'll kind of vocalize them. Out loud, and these phrases, and they'll say them to to themselves to keep the distractions out. So I teach my athletes that they need to choose what they will and won't allow to reside in their mind. Okay, does that make sense? Fear of the unknown likes to present itself all the time as valid thoughts, and they're not valid. But you sometimes your lower brain doesn't know that. You decide to change. Whenever you decide to change, you got to realize that that requires energy, and your your lower brain, your survival brain, does not like to use energy. So in doing that, your senses are heightened. You're finding yourself talking out loud at times that, that you need to, to convince your mind that you can make the uncomfortable sacrifices and feel the uncomfortable feelings required for the desired change. Does that all make sense? Okay, so I just want to make sure we're we're on the same page. Avoiding any change and staying in your comfort zone is the easiest form of living. This is exactly what our survival brain wants us to do. Be comfortable, Okay. But that's not satisfying to an athlete. We, we do this. This is how we do it. We fill our time with things that keep our mind distracted from what we really want. Avoiding at the gym may occur when you choose to stay on beam as long as possible because beam is fun and easy instead of rushing over to bars where you know you'll have to do strength and skills that are kind of hard and scary. Are they really hard and scary? No, you just have thoughts that are hard and scary. So it feels hard and scary. So you don't want to take action. Right? You can say you want to be an elite gymnast, but your actions are leading you far from that reality. Another example is choosing like to sit in your splits with the weights on your arms instead of allowing like the weight of your body on your arms instead of allowing uh, the gravitational pull to release the muscles into a lower split, or like collapsing after the assignment of doing 20 push-ups at the end of workout instead of seeing what you're really capable of and performing an extra five push-up push-ups without anyone even knowing. So use the tool of affirmations to help you create a mental picture of what you are working for. The affirmations will help you stay committed to your goals. And if you, if you don't believe the affirmations, then we've got to work on the thoughts in between what you think now and then the affirmation that you've created until you get there. This is what I call the neutral thought method. And that's going to be our topic for next week. So don't forget to create a daily routine of writing, posting, reading out loud. Look in a mirror. Include your mind and heart when you create your routine for the affirmation that you've written. Don't forget those pieces, all right? Have an amazing week. We'll talk about neutral thought method next week. Be flipping awesome. Bye, guys. Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening or have questions about something you heard on this podcast, go to Flippin' Awesome Coaching to get your questions answered. Thanks for sharing this episode with your friends. Have a Flippin' Awesome Week. Bye.